Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a while. Kathy Ladman intro. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. I like a URL, you guys. Um, this is the program, Dork on Dork Dialogue. My name's Jackie Cation. At, uh, let's do the credits. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard. He will sing his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio, and Vilmos does my website, JackieCation.com. Uh, DorkForest.com just has the episodes. It has the bonus and the episode. You can also listen to it on iTunes, and you can review the show on iTunes, and that's what's... There are comments available on DorkForest.com right now, which is a WordPress document that uh, is relatively new. So... And I'm trying to do pictures on there too. So everything's on that. There's an app if you enjoy a specific Dork Forest app. But the bonus that was going to be on the app is just on the, it's on, it's on the Libsyn page now. And I bring it over to the WordPress, the dorkforest.com. JackieCation.com has everything. Both Dork Forest and Jackie Cation have a donation button. Feel free to donate, folks. Knock yourselves out. Uh, if you enjoy the program, I'd love to get a hundred bucks a year from everybody. Uh, if you don't have a hundred dollars, I get that. If you want to do ten dollars a month, I have not made that easy. But if you're listening to the show every month, you get to hear this. Feel free to donate ten bucks a month for ten months, and then November, December, we do something else. So, but yeah, just use the donation button. You can also use the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com, which just brings you to Amazon. When you order from Amazon, the Dork Forest gets a bit of a kickback, and that's a way to donate to the show as well and help the show. Uh, on JackieCation.com, there's a bunch of merch. You can get a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. You can get just the Dork Forest t-shirt. You can get uh, my stand-up albums, which are circus people. It's never going to be bread, and this will make an excellent Horcrux. You can also get a Horcrux DVD. And you can get a Spooky Reading Girl t-shirt, which is a stand-up joke that I do about reading, because I'm a dork. So that is all available on the website. This week I am on the road. Uh, I'm just doing one night in Nevada City, California, opening for Maria Bamford. So if you are in the central northern part of California, which is a very large state, uh, I'll be in Nevada City with Maria Bamford. Check uh, my website or hers, mariabamford.com, for that. And then next week, I'm headlining outside of Seattle in Kirkland at Laughs. All right, enough. I think that's it. No? What, what the heck? How about allthingscomedy.com? They're my umbrella group of uh, podcasters. So if you're looking for more pods, go to allthingscomedy.com and check out one of their they have a bunch of other podcasts. And I'm also doing another podcast just about stand-up comedy with Lori Kilmartin over on the Nerdist website. So it's called The Jackie and Lori Show. I'll be the Jackie in that. But let's dork out already. Dork, dork, dork. Let's do it. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to my living room in the dork forest. I'm with Kathy Ladman, longtime fan, Kathy Ladman. Oh, longtime fan of you, Jackie Cation. I remember the first time I saw you. What? In I Minneapolis? Be- I believe, but I believe it was in... Some handsome gig? St. It was in the St. Paul... The Galtier Plaza? Yes, possibly? I believe it. That's kind of where my memory is. I remember you wearing... You know what you were wearing. Uh, God knows. A plaid uh, shirt. Oh, was I wearing that? I yes. still have that plaid shirt. It was a time when I just, uh, I didn't really get it. You got to move to Los Angeles and it's on the wind where they're like, hey, uh, that is super butch. No <laughs> one will be surprised at all when it's, uh, and I, I was just, I thought it was cute. Right. And no doubt it is. I bought a tie a couple about a month ago, uh-huh. uh, a Gryffindor tie when we were at the Harry Potter world. Oh, right, right. And um, I put it on, and I sent a picture to my husband, yes. and he said, "Seems a little butch." And I said, <laughs> "It's a tie. It's going to be butch." But it's he's got you look super cute though, and I was like, "Well, you are very supportive." Oh, that's sweet. It is very so. Kathy Ladman, L A D M A N, with Kathy with a C, KathyLadman dot com at Kathy Ladman stand up comic. Uh, you, the, the last TV set I saw of yours was that amazing Ferguson set. Which, which one? I'm sorry. Didn't you which, do Ferguson? Yes. Uh, and I talk did. about the, the weight loss thing? Yes. I've done it since then, but that oh. was the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was mm-hmm. the one that I did, um, 
in probably two years ago. 2014, yeah. August of 2014. Yeah. yeah. I was really, um, that was a big turning point for me that doing that set. Cause you, you just talked, you were like, let's just talk about I it. I talked about it, but you know, it's not, a, you know, I'm doing, I'm, I'm getting ready to put up my show finally. You got a solo show or? Yes. Called this, does this show make me look fat? And it's about my, <laughs> the title might be the funniest thing. I don't know, but it's about my eating disorder. And that's like, the kind of stuff that I'm doing in, in the show is really not comedy club stuff. Right. A lot of it's funny, but it's not a comedy club show. Right. And what I wanted to do, what I did for the Ferguson set is I took whatever I could out of the show that, that lent, lent itself to a, a comedy set. Yeah. And then I, I, uh, surrounded it with, with related material on getting yeah. older and image and body image and that kind of stuff. And it made, it made, it meant a lot to me. And I knew it was a good place to do it because, yeah. you know, Craig was, uh, a, really supportive reco- and he's a recovering alcoholic and, you know, and talked to me about that when he was in treatment. We talked right. about that on the panel and he said he would sit with an anorexic woman at dinner and it was just, it was all very, <laughs> yeah. very interesting and a very, um, gratifying experience. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was cool to watch. And it's always weird to me that he talks about, uh, being in recovery. Cause I, uh, to my knowledge, it was, there's this anonymity that's supposed to happen, Well, but I don't know what I, and, and I don't, it's none of my business. So right. I try not to give it well, I think too an- much of a, the anonymity is to not, um, as I understand it is to not, uh, reveal what you, um, speak about or whom you, uh, with whom you speak. Oh, and whom see, you see, I thought it meetings. was, I thought the anonymity part of it was in case you dropped the ball and started partying like a crazy person, then anybody could oh. point to it and go, Oh, look what yes. doesn't work. That is, I think that is part that of doesn't, it. Yeah. And, uh, whatever, uh, but, but, recovery doesn't work. You might as right. well just give up and eat a bullet. But see how I feel. <laughs> and I don't even exactly, I, I don't even know if I have the, the right to feel this way, but I feel that by showing your recovery, that it gives people hope, and I, and permission I personally to do think it. that yeah. it out, that outweighs the um, possibility of someone dropping out. Right. Well, I think it also. But, it, but people could argue with me, right? Know. I mean, the, the, there are as many opinions about that as as you like, you know. So it's all good, and I don't. I like that it that he doesn't. He's not super heavy handed about it. You know, I mean, everyone I no, know he's not who's out, or anything right, like that. right. Everyone who I know is sort of out about being in recovery is, is pretty gentle about it. You know, mm-hmm. Marin and, um, he's out about it mm-hmm. and Craig is out about it and Hardwick is out about being sober, but not in recovery, mm-hmm. not in any sort of, he's, he's doing it mm-hmm. solo. He's just so, doing it with family. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, well, and some people play it much closer to the vest, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's my personal. brother, Terry hasn't drank in like 40 years and he, he credits, uh, the Jesus. All right. That's a, that's another program. Right. The meanest Jesus though. It's a lot. Oh, really? It's oh, unfortunate. I would like to carry puni- a punishing thing. It's a punishing Jesus Ugh. and it's full of rage. It's and really sad. It's really sad. And it's, uh, and I would call it sad if I didn't have to talk to him. And then, uh, then it's exasperating and right. uh, irritating. It, yes. And I mean, it's like Cruz. I mean, it's like somebody who like is, is pushing, yeah. pushing, pushing, <laughs> even, even insidiously. You Tom know, like Cruise? With, Yes, like fair Tom enough. Cruise. Nice. I like, like it's like cruise ships. But um <laughs> but um no, like what he said um you know when he asked him a question about I can't even remember what the question was, but he says, "Well, I'm sure we'll all be praying about it." Like, Excuse me. Hello. People who don't, don't tell me. Please don't make me pray about something. Oh my god. So, <laughs> Nothing irritates me as much as someone telling me what I'm going to be doing. Really? You don't enjoy a great deal of bossiness? Okay. Here's what, yes. what I like to do is yes. I like to talk about people's dorkdoms. Go ahead. And, I know. Uh, I'm, 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 no, I, I it weed it off way. almost yes. immediately. Okay. I, I usually, we get into it and then I weed off. Okay. It's a, there's yeah, so much to talk about. I like to break it up. Yeah. And we haven't seen each other in ages. I know. I but, mean, not in, not in a substantial way, certainly. I quote one of your jokes all the time to both Maria Bamford and my husband, mm-hmm. uh, Andy Ashcraft, because, uh, you do this thing about how sex is you get older. Uh, it's just a wrestling match of who gets to be on the bottom. Remember that bit? Me? Yeah. I saw you do it at some weird Tom Hansen four wall. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't even remember that. Write it down, sister, because sure? it was funny. Was I'm I? dead, dead certain. Oh my Minneapolis, God. Minneapolis, 
in, Another in thing the about sex when you're getting older is you don't remember your material about it. Oh my God, I I it's have a great no bit. memory of it. I've quoted it with uh, Kill Martin on the uh, Jackie and Laurie show. Are you sure that, that was all? You're absolutely I, certain. I'm absolutely certain because I was oh watching God. you. You had been in Minneapolis for weeks. Uh, I think with your fit with your parents, right? And with, um, my, with my in-laws, yeah, or with your in-laws, yes. yeah, because of Tom. And then, but. uh well, we lived there for 16 months. Right. Yeah. You lived there. Yeah. And so you were doing this show for Tom Hansen, like a oh, lot. Oh, right. So I bet you, you don't remember a half an hour of that material. I'm sure I don't. Yeah. So what the hell? But uh, it's a great I know bit. where it was too. Oh God, that was loud. Sorry. <laughs> it was at the hall. It was at a holiday inn. In sure it Saint was. Paul. Why wouldn't it be Tom Hansen? Oh. Uh, and, uh, God love you. Yes. And, uh, so. That guy should have had a bait shop. That's all he ever wanted. You know, Tom Hansen, all he ever wanted in Minnesota was a bait shop. But so many pe- so many club owners shouldn't have been in comedy. Right. Well, and it's fun because, I mean, he did the best he could, and mm-hmm. I, I, he's not really doing it anymore, but um, he genuinely, I think Scott, his brother, got him into it. Yeah. And then he's like, well, it's a job. I guess I'll just do this. It's a family business. It's a family business. I can still have dogs. And uh, you're like, Tom, just open a bait shop and that, live it, your what life. Is he, I hope he's happy now because he had a lot of... He is. He remarried. He, he re- did. Yeah, he remarried. Oh, good. His, and then, uh, and he's living down in Kentucky. Good. So, uh, he is good. Hi, Tom. You're listening Hi, Tom. to the Dark Forest, aren't you? Uh, seems unlikely. But, uh, <laughs> so I have two stories about yes. you before we talk about you. Oh, you we got to get to that dorkdom. We got to get to that dorkdom, which mm-hmm. is many years ago, probably five, yes. six years ago. And mm-hmm. I've told the story on various. That's not many. It was well, many in the 10. Ten, it is. It is. And the Dork <laughs> Forest is 10. Oh, okay. So probably. Is it? Yeah. You know, I've wanted to do this for so long. I can't believe it's been 10, it's taken me 10 years. It was, and you, and this was in passing, and yes. I have credited you this, and I've credited you. I hope you, I remember this one. This one is harder, cause it, it makes you sound silly, uh-huh. but, uh, I mean it in the nicest way, cause okay. it makes me no, laugh. I like being silly. Excellent. Okay. I asked you to be on the show, and I said, yes. cause you were talking about knitting, and you yes. said, the thing about knitting is that knitting isn't dorky, it's cool. I said that? Yeah. And then oh we, God. I laughed and laughed. And then oh you laughed God. because you're like, no, everybody knits now. Now it's a cool thing. And I was like, nope. No, it is not, my friend. I actually, well, it became, it started to become a lot more popular. Um, certainly, uh, in, within the visible people in Los Angeles and a lot of the actors. There was more knitting. Were doing it. And, there was, yeah. But I really, I Have you always knitting? knitting? I started knitting. Did you um, learn back in the 1800s from your great grandmother? I did. <laughs> I, it was a reward for after I turned the butter. If I did it on time, <laughs> I could come in, hang up my apron, and knit. Um, what I don't remember exactly. Um, my mother taught me how to knit. I think, but she did, was the, never an avid knitter. But oh, this, this, she wasn't an avid knitter. She was not, but she knew from my grandmother. Who okay. knitted, but mostly crocheted, I think. Um, but did knit and, um. Crochet is that thing that holds pots, right? You hang things from the top of the ceiling and then, and then you stick a pot in it or you make like a bracelet. What do you, what's. Crocheting is with a hook. It's a one-handed craft. Oh, okay. Knitting is two needles. Oh, interesting. So with crocheting, I'm, I don't, I'm not as fond of crocheting as I am of knitting. Um, sometimes I, I didn't do know it, that but, you could do it with one hand. Well, crocheting is just one, it's one, it's a crochet hook. It's okay. Like a, it's about six inches long with a hook. I mean, sometimes. And you're I just guess, sort of weaving the, you've got, you the whatever. You a loop through a loop through a loop through a loop, but then there are other ways that you wrap the yarn around and you oh, pull good. it through different, but I don't, I don't love the product. Uh, the crochet product as much as I love the knitted product. I think the knitted product. There's a lot me, more possibilities. That's what I think. Because of yarn, right? That's what I think. But there okay. are people who crochet. No, cro- I mean. <clears throat> Can you crochet with different? Oh yeah. Why not? I suppose. And different. See, and, 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 uh, also with crocheting, you can do like a kind of like, like firmer, uh, cords and okay. do different things, but I'm not into that. <laughs> For a very short time, I was in ma- into macrame. Oh that my god, so what the great. hell was mat? What is well, macrame? You know, I was into any craft, you know, right? Um, but that's it, got that's got a sort of string attached I to made it too, a pl- right? I made a plant hanger, as everyone. Is, did okay, so I'm getting macrame. macrame and crochet mixed up. I what do you crochet? What, crochet what do people, yarn, wrong, you, yarn. You use yarn to crochet and yes. then are you making a sweater or a hat? You can make a sweater, you can make a hat, you can make uh, anything. 
but, but but with crochet, but macrame, that's the thing that's strong that's very, that you can. With jute, it's with jute is uh, the name of the J U T E. Okay, yeah, and and it's and coarse. it's stronger. You wouldn't want to put it on your body. It's no. much stronger. It's a hair shirt. And, ugh. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and um, then you. I mean, you could do other things than everybody did. Plant hangers. It was right. so seventies. It was very. Oh God, it was. So you ever 70s. do string art? Do you ever do the, have you ever seen the nails with the wire art and then it's a three-masted ship? It's yeah, one of my I've favorite seen, memories of a child. I've seen it, it's, but no, I never was. My, my uncle Harry had a, had a three-masted ship on black velvet with nails and wire oh. and it was string art and it was, oh, uh, oh it was gorgeous. It was Especially gorgeous? if you were nine. Yeah. You were nine, you were like, this <laughs> well, is. What isn't gorgeous when you're nine? And you want to get out of South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> right. And you want, you're like, I want to get on the open sea. When will I meet pirates? And uh, <laughs> I want to be a cabin boy. Anyway, so but anyway, so so my mother taught me macrame and, and crochet. But your mother taught you knitting. Knitting, and I um, and I uh, I remember when she gave me. Uh, I started on her number five needles, which are kind of small to start on. In retrospect, is that are there different size needles? Oh yeah, they go all the way from. I guess tiny one or zero, which yeah. I, I don't, I don't like to work on the tinier ones because it takes forever to get a project. But does right. it make the stitch smaller oh, if, the, yeah. if the needles are smaller? Yeah. And you use a much thinner yarn. Okay. Um, very fine, like sock yarns. It okay. takes a long time to do. And then the needles go all the way up to, I don't know, 17. Okay. Knows? I mean, like things pushing like 20. Things that you hold like a horse's leg, you know. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, did that, can you hear no, that? No, okay. I didn't hear that. That's good equipment. Um, <laughs> But, um, so I started making this cardigan. It was like an ivory, uh, ivory wool cardigan. And that was um, your first big project? Yeah. And I was, it, interestingly, I was working, um, at this, uh, horrible, uh, uh, department store for the summer called Corvettes. I, I think it was just a New York. <laughs> That's thing. a great name. That's Every a- day's a savings day at Corvettes. <laughs> Where was At Corvettes? Corvettes? Our shopping bag is savings. Wow, yes. that is a somebody paid someone to write mm-hmm. that, and uh, and then I remember uh, I remembered it. Yeah, so it on, on Cape Cod there was a, a hey, where are you going? We're going to Thompson's Clam Bar because that's where the tastiest clams are. Is the seafood good? The best by far. And then it went on like that for genuinely like two more paragraphs. Oh my okay. God. So Corvettes, where was Corvettes? Was it in Minnesota? Oh, it was in New York. Store. Oh, it was in New York. New York store. And, um, there were several and, and Corvettes had the best record department. Oh, okay. Um, that, I mean, they had everything else was very bad quality <laughs> there, but the albums were good for some reason. Great record department and the best prices. And I'd get all my singles there. Oh, okay. Get all my albums there. Yeah. And I'm talking about when, you know, I got 45 RPM singles. Sure. Which, which I, which the standard price was 69 cents, but, but when they were on sale, it was 45 cents. And then did you get a deal because you worked there? Um, or did, you know, if it was already on sale? Mm. I don't remember if he got such a good deal on records there. Right. You know, I think there was an exception and albums were only like three dollars, you know. Right, but it was it was also what, the late sixties, early seventies? I worked at Corvettes. I was in college, so it was the it was the mid seventies. Mid seventies. Early to mid seventies so when I worked there. Early, early seventies. I remember getting forty fives and just being confused on how to play them because the hole was too big. You didn't have an adapter? We had an adapter, but I didn't, it took me like, I mean, my brother, nobody showed me how to use anything oh. in my family. Everyone was just like, you know how to read, don't you? I'm the youngest of oh. six. Oh my God. So, I mean, there's just oh, right. so this, expectations this, exactly. that you must have learned how to put a 45 dealy bob in. You've been observing. <laughs> what, what, what were your, did you collect the 45s? You must have collected oh, albums. Oh yeah. And you know what I'm so pissed off about? I gave my nephew my box of 45s. Oh. And, and he I, sold them and for it's rent. Gone. I, I'm sure he sold them. The for- I'm so sick. Well, you know what? It would be more just for me exactly but, but um i still have the very first album that um i think that i either was bought or my sisters gave to me and i, I it's actually framed and hung up in my bed i have three oh. album covers hung up in my bathroom now and um a couple that i got from goodwill and okay. this one <laughs> and i wrote my name on it so i see my my cursive handwriting from when i was eight years old right right on the episode what was the early beatles an early beatles the album. early beatles oh it's called the early beatles mm-hmm. is that a beatles song a Beatles no, album? It's a Beatles or? album, yeah. And <clears throat> is it like a greatest hits? Um, you know, I don't think it was. I think it was a, a current, a 
Yeah, because it must have. Their current songs. Maybe you know? it was ironic. Maybe they were the first hipsters. Oh, maybe. The maybe early they Beatles. The early, maybe they knew it was, they knew they had a future, huh? <laughs> They must have. Yeah. Do you so realize, anyways, just back yes. to this, let me just yeah, finish yeah, the, this knitting the knitting story, thing. Was that I remember these number five needles because I still have them because there's a little tiny bend at the tip of one of them now because I got it stuck in my locker, the my employee locker at Corvette. <laughs> but I can still knit with them. Right. Why, now, why are they straight? Are they straight? Well, I actually, it's interesting. I've, I've, uh, I now work on circular needles always unless Unless, uh, it's not, uh, possible and I have to work on double point needles, that's a little bit. So, uh, wait, confusing. so there's a straight needle. Is a circular, circular needle a closed circle no, or is no, it a horseshoe? It can't be a closed that circle. doesn't make any sense. No, it's, it's what it is, is two shorter, uh, firm points. Okay. At the end and then a flexible wire. Sort of like that. Yeah. So it's like a U. So it's bendable. It's a it's, bendable. And what it's for, Oh, it's like one big one that's yes, bendable. But you go back, you can actually, you can use a circular needle if you're doing circular projects like I've done. I have this great poncho. Actually, oh. I, I even wore it when I was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They oh, said, nice. Oh, we are that. I said, great. Um, and that was done on circular, on circular needles. Okay. Uh, because there was so much fabric that, in right. fact, it was even done, I may have even had to and do it on two circular needles at, at once, perhaps, because it was so big. Are the, uh, so circular needles sure. probably end up being different lengths. Is that right? Yes, the cables. See now, now what I have, you know, it's it, in. I've got. I have a uh, set of interchangeable circular needles that are really great. Oh wow! And I've sort of like one. a socket set. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. And um, I had one set before, but they were they were not great quality. But this this these are. They came out with these and they're such, you can't even, it's so smooth between, uh, you know, where you screw on the end. Yeah. To, and, oh, it, and, it's seamless kind of? Yeah. You really, you can barely feel where it's screwed, where it's screwed in. And also the cables are incredibly flexible. Okay. So they're, they're terrific. I love them. And the, and oh God, I love the needle points too, because I bought a uh, nickel plated set, but then they came out with these wooden sets. Yeah. And Oh my God, I'm so in love with them. There's no practical reason that I need to get them, but right. Every, right. every now and then I'll buy a set of wooden tips because they're just so luscious and beautiful. It, it, so wooden tips, I mean, why are, are they pointy just so you can poke into the, in, they're into pointy. the, I mean, you, you, they, ha, they are not exactly like a pencil. They're not sharp, but right. they're, but they're pointy. They're pointy so you can catch the yarn so you can catch the loop. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. And so wooden ones versus copper ones versus whatever, it's just making sure that they're smooth. Yeah. Do you want them to be smooth? And you also like the way the needle, um, the way the yarn, like the nickel plated one are, are way more slippery. Yeah. So the yarn, you can drop, you can, it's easier to drop things, uh, drop stitches. Okay. But on the wooden ones, these particularly wooden ones, cause I, uh, particular wooden ones, because I've, I've worked on other ones and they're, the, the yarn is a little bit kind of catches on it a little bit more, but uh-huh. these are really nice and smooth, but not as slick as the nickel one. So it's, to me, it's just the perfect kind of consistency to, to keep yeah, a hold of the yarn smoothness. Okay. It hold, holds, but lets it move. Fair enough. Oh my God. I love my needles and I love my yarn. <laughs> That's the whole thing that this is, it's like a, going into a yarn store where all the yarn is like set up in categories by colors and it's just so luscious and it feels so good. It's very tactile. Is you it know? always wool? It isn't always wool. No, you can, you can work you can, in it. Polyester. I mean, there's, they have to have every. There isn't cotton yarn, is there? Oh, oh you yeah. can make a cotton sweater, Absolutely. Jackie. Yeah. So why yes. wouldn't there be cotton? Cotton. Yarn? There's uh, leather. Leather wool. No. Um, no, I don't think so. You can't but, really knit with animal fabric, can you? Um, Fur. I don't think you can. I wonder if there's like. I mean, it's probably not done anymore. It's done. Like a tiger pelt. That'd be inappropriate, first of all. I have to and ask the Trump sons about that. <laughs> but, uh, but, um. Right. But yeah, it's, it's all different fabrics and they've, uh, and contents and they've gotten so much better in the manufacturing. It used to, I mean, and there was, are still shitty yarns. I mean, some real yeah. crappy yarns, but there are some beautiful acrylic yarns that you Okay. Can and there are some beautiful superwash wools that you can wash. And they come out great, which oh. is great for baby stuff and superwash. Uh, okay, so wool is sort of this the gold. St- I mean that that was the first one that I ever heard of because I had an I did an episode about knitting with mm-hmm. Diva Zappa. 
which uh-huh. I love Diva Zappa, but uh, it's all real organic, man, because uh, uh, she's okay. Diva Zappa. Okay, And right. so uh, she, it world. was beautiful. Right. It was so great. But um, she likes to use this uh, this yarn that is almost not there. Like it's poofy. It's super hard to get a hold of is or it stuff. Angora? Yeah, kind of, maybe. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, there's harder yarns to work with. Yeah, I mean, like, there are certain yarns that have a very thin shaft, but then will have some, a lot, a lot of, like, fibers coming off. Co- of coming off of it so that you yeah. can't tell where Angora, you're actually where grabbing. I think would be like that. That's yeah. A hard, that's hard to see. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to see where, where the hole is and where the, you know, where, where you're grabbing. The shaft of the yarn right. is. May I say shaft? Please say shaft. Okay? Please say it again. Shaft. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> That's what you get, folks. Rangers, live it up. <laughs> and Kathy Ladman saying shaft. <laughs> and, uh, so um, I am curious, though, about how to knit. So you're given two it's sticks. It's so simple. And also, I, I've been knitting you wrong for, for not wrong, but kind of in a confusing manner for a while. And some of my stitches. There was an twisted. easier way. And my mother-in-law is an excellent knitter. She's a, I, I think she's a master knitter personally. But, okay. But um, she... So I'm in knitting one time and she goes, what are you doing exactly? And I showed her, she goes, well, actually, I think it's, and she's, you know, she's from Minnesota. She's a very she kind wanna, way of saying, yeah. she's, actually, well, there is this other way. And if you do it this way, and it was like, oh my God, you've opened a world for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it made total sense because I, even when I was knitting before, I realized, well, something's wrong here. Okay. Why is this stitch twisted here? And what she explained to me made it all clear. Knitting is so simple. It's a loop through a loop. Okay, so you make a loop with one hand, and then you, well, what you sh- do shove the thing through the... Okay. No, that's crocheting. Okay. What you do with knitting is you want to ca- do something called casting on. You cast on on one needle a number of stitches that's going to be your base, your foundation. Okay. So when you cast on... Is, you that's finish, how you start... That's a, how you start. Let's say thing. you're casting on 20 stitches. You make okay. a scarf, let's yes. say, or something. That's the easiest Something simple. Start, I right? like it. And you cast on... And then what you do is you start to build the fabric on the next row. And there are basically, there's basically only one stitch. Okay. But it's looked at from two sides. When you look at it from one side, it's called a knit stitch and it's flat. Okay. When you look at it from the other side, it's a purl stitch and there are little bumps. Okay. But it's really the same stitch just looked at from either side. For Yeah, it's like looking at one side of the page and another right. side of the page. Got right. it. Okay. But when you're making a purl stitch, you're going to hold the yarn that you're carrying, that you're working with, to the front. Okay. And when you pull the loop through, the loop is going to fall to the front of the work, and that's where it makes that bump. Okay. When you do a knit stitch, you're holding the yarn that you're working with in the back. You pull the loop through. And let it fall be on back. The back. So... You're not going to see it's going to be flat and smooth. On the Interesting. Front. Now, when you're making a scarf, sometimes you don't want to make a flat knit like that because it'll curl. So that's okay. You, that's why you want to do a oh you alternate a rib thing and some kind of pattern that lies flat a little bit better for a scarf. Now, or you can block it flat. Also, that's another way. Okay, so a rib thing is what, and blocking is what. Okay, a rib a rib stitch would be. Classic rib stitches knit to purl to. Oh, okay. Knit to purl to. And what it does is... I've of, even heard that. It knit kind, to- <laughs> right. It's very common. And it kind of, the fabric kind of like gets a little bit, it's stretchy. Oh, it's stretchy. Okay. It, it, it's, it's how it ends up interacting with each other. And it's a rib kind of feel to it. Yeah, it goes like it goes like kind of like a like a, like a hills wave. and valleys. So, okay, of. but and then you when you pull it apart, you can you, what you end up seeing when you're looking at a, a ribbed fabric is you see all the knits because that's kind of how it happens. Okay, but then you pull it apart and then you see the oh, pearls. The pearls are hiding in there. Oh, that's you know? awesome. Blocking is when you finish something and you want to put it into shape with steam. Oh, okay. So you, you kind of iron it, it or? Like you pin, well, you don't want to iron it. You, right. you can pin it. I don't have, I don't have the space to have all this stuff. I would love one day to have a crafts room, but. Right. You pin it, uh, either on a blocking board or I just use my ironing board. Okay. And you use these pins and, and, and. To stretch it, it to, or? You pin it to shape. You don't really want to stretch it, but just kind of like. Flat. Slightly stretch maybe okay. to shape. And you measure where you want it to be. If it's supposed to be a 12 by 12. Square, let's say you measure that and then you'll, you can put a fabric, a flat, just kind of like old pillowcase over it. And then you like steam and you can press lightly the pillowcase. Okay. And then that, 
and then you let it dry and then okay. when you take it off, it's, it should it be flat and blocked. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have knitted a pillowcase. No, no, I haven't knitted a pillowcase. Okay. Wait, where did you get that? I don't know where I got oh, pillowcase. Oh, because I said you put a, like an old pillowcase over, over it. Oh, to protect it. Thing. There to you go. To protect it. And, okay. Yeah. And it's just a thin, it's like a, you know, thin. It's fine enough that you're not, yeah. that you can get through it, exactly. but not, uh, burn anything. Right, right. Got it. All right. Good. <laughs> sure. Good. You're grasping it. I'm, I'm getting it. It's, it's, it's interesting. Like there must be different levels of knitting. Like someone who can just knit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I brought a couple of things with me, but yeah, I'd like, I brought, um, yeah, if you bring it, I can, we can describe it cause I won't yeah, know what I'm right. looking at, but this is, a scarf. <laughs> it'll be perfect. This is a scarf that I'm making for my, uh, my son-in-law. And this is something I asked. I have a friend, a Facebook friend, uh, who's, uh, really, she's a, she's a master knitter and she knits for magazines and does test patterns. Oh my gosh. So I said to her, what would be a good stitch to make for a scarf? And she gave me a couple of, um, ideas. Uh, and this, this is called a mock rib stitch because it's not exactly knit to pearl to. It's kind of like a little off center. Oh. And, it, and it comes out like this and it's pretty. I like it's super this. pretty. It's, and you it's see how it's accordionish. How, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's pretty. It's not exactly Are these the, the pearls, way. the, the up high well, ones or what? See, this is a little more, more difficult to see because it's, it's this not, mock rib. And yeah. It's, and it's kind of, uh, all, it's not, it, so it's not as rib, obvious. In regular rib, you knit into a knit and you pearl into a pearl. In this one, you're kind of one off. Okay. You one off. So that's why it's not exactly a rib, but I like it better because it lies a little bit flatter. Right. And here's my question. Mm-hmm. This top, the top of the scarf. Yes. Is. That's the cast on ridge. That's the cast on ridge. And yes. all you're doing there is what are you attaching it to itself? This, like, are you, this, are you, this was on the needle when I started. Okay. This so the, bottom. the first, so the needle is six inches long or no, however long this is, right? For, no, no. It has to be, you know, a needle has to be like, uh, twice as long. Yeah. It's about, I don't even know how long a needle is. I use, as I said, I use here as the, the circular needle. This is interesting to everyone listening. I'm sure, but. <laughs> While she digs through her back. No, it is. Well, it's interesting to me because the, when you say cast on, mm-hmm. what you're talking about is, the, you're starting. You're starting, you're starting you're st- a, a row of stitches. Right. And, and it stays on the needle until no. you attach it to the next thing. You knit off of that. And, and, and as you knit, it, it, it falls it off goes, of the needle. Do, it, it goes down and the, and the fabric grows and grows. Okay. It's like the net, when you knit the first row, then that's the one that's on the needle. Okay. And the other one is now off the and needle. And the cast is off the needle. Right. And Got it's it. attached. But oh, see, see, and there this, are my needles. There this is the needles. wire needle, or what's what's that's called the, again? The, wood, the circular. It's, that's the cable, right? This is a circular. Needle. This is which means it's more of a cable attached with two two tips. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and then these, these are the, isn't this wood nice? The wood so is pretty. nice. Yeah. It's a very pretty word. So where do you go to get stuff? I get these online at a place called Knit Picks. I really love their K-N-I-P. stuff. Yeah, K N I T K N I T P I C K S. And you know they have very basic yarns, and their prices are great. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get real specialty yarns there. But isn't it weird and buying yarn on? Ne- they have great needle kits too. Okay, like buying yarn online, isn't it kind of like buying clothes online, where you don't get um, to try it on or feel well, it? Well, you can you can always buy sample cards. Okay, and see what they feel like. You can also call them, and and these people know what they're talking about. They'll and, talk you through it, and you, they can say this is very soft. It's kind of soft. It has a little bit of a nubby texture to it or or whatever you know all the different knitting words and that you know what they mean because yeah. you've been doing it forever right. okay right. so i mean but but the reason i like them is that it's really affordable and they have good quality yarns right um now this is this is the kind of project that i can do like i used to knit when i was writing on shows i yeah. would knit in the writers room <laughs> and i actually got and my and my friend jack told me he started knitting and a lot of people like Loved what it was very soothing to watch. Yeah. It very, and it's also, it's so, I love doing it while I'm doing something else. Cause it, um, what it's, it feels like multitasking, but is it not? Is it just sort of, well, this is such an easy, like stitch. once you start doing it, I barely have to think about it. Okay. Um, as opposed to data entry, exactly. which is uh, also repetitive, but not as soothing. Can't do that while you're and... talking to people. But, 
Then I'm working on this other project, and you can do this while you're watching TV, watching sure. a movie on TV. You know, yeah, I've seen I've seen people do it just sort of at coffee shops and stuff where like, you're just hanging out and they're they're just sitting right. around like the book club. They're right. sitting around oh, with their yeah. friends. But I love like this is the kind of project that I like to always have going. Something simple that's like a TV movie project. Oh, it's kind of a background project, exactly. Because then then there's other projects like, that are. Like destination right. kind of holidays. Right. Like office music kind of project. <laughs> sure. But this, what I'm making for my best friend, and I haven't gone, I haven't done this in, in over a month, so I have to get, oh, you're going to, this is going to blow your mind here. All right. I am making felted, they're, they're, they're going to be felted, which means, oh, they're stuck on the, shh. Oh, oh there. It. It's just looped. Um, another bag. Yeah, the bag has a, a kind of a thing here. But, um, knitters are the first people who ever had hippie bags, like, uh, for groceries. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Cause you're like, and, and it doesn't ever, cause they're all open kind of grocery bags now. They, right. I mean, does it, do you have to put it in the bags carefully and take it out of the bag carefully yeah, just to make sure you you're not want, ripping it apart? Use, some people use, um, needle tips, like when they're putting their projects back in bags. Okay. To make sure that they Or to keep them together or? To make sure the, that the yarn doesn't slide off the needle. Intr- but, oh, but I'm, I'm too impatient mm-hmm. to do that. So, but this, what I'm making is I'm, I'm doing this on double, double point needles because it's so, it's very confusing. Double point. And oh, so, so single point meetings don't have uh, the tapered ends on both sides is what you're saying. No, they don't. They have a they have a a flat closure at the end, right? Like a kind of like a thumbtack. Oh, you know anything? And what's that? Oh, just to stop the flow of of, of yarn. Could be a large bead. Depends on the kind of needles you get. Yeah, yeah. But um, these are pointed at both ends, and usually like socks. You can make socks. There are certain ways you can make socks with two circular needles. Oh, wow! But um, these are. Pointed at both ends, and they're about, I would say, about eight inches long. Right. And the reason that you use these is because the the a product that you're making, in this case a knit a mitten, um, and it's done in a circular fashion, is that it's too small of a circle, you know, to do with straight needles or with circ even with circular needles. It, it just wouldn't work because it's so tiny. It's tiny, so you so you it, need two needles or you need, you need two four, ends. You need four of these. You need four needles, Actually, with, and sometimes five with both ends. Yeah, and you do you knit it in a circle. Okay, but and I don't even you know what I hate when I stop a project. I have to like really think when I go. Oh, back you gotta to relearn it, like this, like where the where the fuck am I? <laughs> where I don't right. know. Yeah, um, but. Uh, and then you do it in a circle, but you do it like the circle is three needles or four needles. Okay. And you evenly distribute these stitches that you're working on. And one needle is free, and that's the one you, that you work onto each time. You go oh, around in a circle. And, and what you're doing is you're adding stitches to each of those three other needles? Is that you're what you're doing? You're not adding. You're just knitting off of them. You're, you okay. It's, 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 it's like... I don't want to knit because I don't know if I'm, I'm going to do right, right. anything. But, yeah, you but let's say I'm knitting right here, knitting yeah. off of this. Then all these stitches will end up on this needle, and then this will be my free needle. Oh, okay. Oh, because you'll pull it out. Right. I get it. Okay, so you'll knit on the free needle, uh, and then you'll you'll move from one of the three needles to the next of the three needles because right. you'll get a new free needle exactly. when you're done with a row. Exactly. And you'll go to the next one, and that will create the circle. Yes. That'll create sort of the wristband of a mitten right. or whatever. You know what I just realized while I'm talking to you? What? I'm not afraid of trying anything new in knitting. I am not afraid of it. Yeah. Which is why I've done so many different things. But in life, I am so afraid. Oh, weird. And maybe this is the way I find to conquer my fear. Yeah. Why not? Maybe I am it's, so I am so you, adventurous with You're knitting. adventurous with 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 now are you adventurous with knitting because it's just knitting or is it like cuz you can always undo, right? Don't you have to take apart? Yes. And that's got to be a pain in the neck, but sometimes it is, but I would rather I mean like there's a mistake in in my son-in-law's uh, scarf and yeah. I thought Ugh, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. You know, it's such a big You know what Diva Zappa not, says? What? She says that's just part of the, the beauty of it. Exactly. I remember so, when, as a kid going to the, uh, 
UN on a field trip in New York. And, you know, cause I'm, that's where yeah. I grew up and we had great field trips because it was New York. Yeah, you that's know? amazing. And, um, so we went to the UN and, um, there's a, there was a huge tapestry hanging from a wall, enormous tapestry. And to me, this was so, um, actually like so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Presumptuous uh, of, to, of a to, concept that the guide said to the children that, and there was a, there was a mistake intentionally put into this tapestry to uh-huh. show that only God is. Oh, perfect. that's right. Right, right. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> and then years that's right, later, they always do that. years later, in fact, you know, as an adult, one day I thought, well, there was going to be a mistake in there anyway. Right. You didn't have to make a mistake. The universe is perfect. <laughs> right. Then, you know. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have, it is a little, right. To think that you have to create because you're, you're a perfect being. Well, I better make this mistake intentionally because I want to make sure that you're going to make the mistake anyway. The mistake's going to be there. And the other thing is, is it's a great rationalization for not fixing a mistake. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, tapestries. What the mm-hmm. hell are tapestries? Are those woven? Looms. They're looms. Giant they're looms. giant things that wooden with, with. Ka-chunk, oh, I don't know, ka-chunk. I don't know how to, yeah, it's, I don't know yeah. how to do, I don't know. No, my sister-in-law has, has, or had a loom at her house. Oh, interesting. And did that. Have you ever seen the spinning of yarn? Have you ever done I've it? I've never witnessed it. But when I was in China adopting my daughter, we went to the fabric, they had like a great fabric mart and I right, found, right. and I still haven't, haven't used it, but I bought some cashmere yarn on a, on a spool. Oh, wow. And, um, I oh, love yeah. knitting with cashmere, but it's very expensive. So you, so you need to choose very quick, very specifically what you're going to make and make sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I still so have been like able so to... much. I have so, I mean, I got, I just got rid of a lot of yarn that I thought I've, I had so much money's worth of yarn, but well, I didn't know what I was going to make with it. So I just had to. Well, cause I, I bet you when, when you start looking at yarn, you're just like, Oh, the possibilities are endless. And, and then all of a sudden you have stacks of yarn and yes. you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Yes. My mother-in-law has an attic full of yarn. She's yeah. got an attic full of yarn. Yes. yes. Um, I have uh, books like that. And oh, yeah? uh, I just keep buying books and I'm like, I'm never going to read. Do you, when you read, do you buy books or take them from the library? I buy them. I used to do the library mm-hmm. and then I travel so much that uh-huh. I'm just wandering through too many bookstores oh, and too yeah. many towns. And you read a lot. I read a fair amount, but I, I also- I'm such a bad book reader. I, I have so many different things that I'm reading. Yeah. It takes me so long to get through a book and it's frustrating. But isn't it great to start many books at once? Some people yes. like to read one book at a time. Mm-hmm. I like to have like five things oh, going at like, once. I have five books going. It's, I, I have, uh, a nonfiction book that I'm reading mm-hmm. by Eric Bogosian. Mm-hmm. I have a, uh, a couple of rereads that I bring on the road with me. Like what? Just usually romance novels or science fiction novels mm-hmm. that are just soothing. Like right. if I'm, if I'm twitchy. Right. And, uh, and then I also have usually a book or two on Kindle. Uh, that yeah, are, I like using that. I'm, I, yeah, it's harder. It's usually a reread on Kindle as well. I'm rereading right. some books from when I was a kid. The, right. the, it's a, it's a world, it's a civil war series, uh, written by a guy named Alt Schuler. It's a oh. boys, it's a boys series. It's uh, four books are set from one cousin who fought for the South and four oh, wow. books are set from the other cousin who fought for the North. Oh, that sounds cool. Yes. And he wrote them in the early 1900s. So. Oh, you know what I just bought? What? I bought, you know, Stephanie's story. No. Um, Stephanie's story is, um, you should know, um, is, um, God, was Mike Gandolfi's wife? Oh wow! You know Mike Gandolfi. I know right? Mike Gandolfi. Yeah, and very funny just, guy. She, yeah, he is a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. And she um, just wrote her first novel, and it's getting amazing reviews. Stephanie's story. Yes, S T O R E Y. S T O R E Y. And it's called Oil and Marble. And I am. So, I, I mean, one of the reasons I bought it is to support a friend. Right. But the other reason is. That's the only time I've been buying books a lot recently is to support people I know. Right. And you're like, I, you pray to God that they're good because, yeah. uh, it's like, it's sort of like watching someone's TV show or, know, or listening I to know. their album. You're like, Ugh. please be funny. Please be smart. Please be good. And it's always great. So oil and marble, is it and uh, it's mystery bad. or? It's a, no, it's a fictional, it's a life. fictional a historical fiction, which I love. Oh, interesting. I, love, yeah, I enjoy a historical fiction. Yeah. Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo at the same time, oil. And being marble. Da Vinci, marble being Michelangelo. Okay. I believe. I believe. Yeah. 
That, actually, it could that, be. You haven't no, started it's it yet? both of them, actually. They both Didn't they both in do? both media. I think so. Yes. Um, I have not started it yet because I, I have like, really, I have a pile of books that are at least a foot high. Right. Nonfiction, fiction, Just uh, self-improvement. Ooh, do you do uh, uh, books on tape? Do you ever do Audible? Uh, you know what? I like it a lot, but I, I don't have time, Jack. I have all these podcasts and I, oh, and yeah, I'm not I don't listen to any podcasts. As as you are. Rangers keep listening to this podcast. Uh, but I don't listen to any podcasts. I listen to books on tape. And so, and oh. I also re-listen to books on tape. Like right now I'm re-listening for the hundredth time, uh, Assassination Vacation by Sarah Vall. Oh, um, I don't even know what that is. It's, uh, it's about the assassinations of, um, McKinley, Lincoln, <gasps> and Garfield. Oh my God. And it's very funny because it's written by Sarah Vall. I don't even and know she who reads that it. is. Oh, she's a and she's an NPR lady. And uh, oh, you would how think do you spell her last name? V O W E L L Sarah oh. with an H. She was on uh, the Daily Show a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Look at look at the discovery. It's a beautiful discovery it is a time. Discovery. All right. Yes. So, uh, I, yeah, I have two books on tape that my my uh, stepson bought me and I haven't listened to them. Yet. Right. Well, there it's it's hard cuz you got to be Either you got to put them on your iPod and fly around a lot, right? Or you got to drive around a lot. Yeah, and when I drive, I'm generally listening to politics. To po- oh, and to politics and, and podcasts. Um, well, I don't have. You know, it's hard for me. I have an older car, so I don't have like a great podcast setup in my car. Right. I can listen to my blue through my Bluetooth. Right. It's a tinny sound. Oh, okay. I would like. I don't know if there's any way to set up my car so I can listen through my speakers. Yes. I have an yeah. old car. Right. You'd have to, uh, one year with my 2003 Toyota Corolla, Andy got me for my uh, birthday. Yes. Uh, a new radio that had a sync thing. So oh, that, so I can do that? Yeah. You, I have a 2004 Honda Accord. There you go. Go over to Fry's. Okay. And, uh, and they'll hook you up. Fry's Electronics. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, and for, I don't know what it this was, probably two or, discovery two or $300 and they will set it up for you. And then your phone can work through oh, your speakers. That would be great. And, and, and I can get rid of this, that stupid Bluetooth thing that oh, sometimes work and sometimes doesn't. And right. This is, it was the sync investment. S Y N C is what I recommend. Okay. It's what they're is in the all brand? the Fords. Yeah. I think okay. that's the, the software brand. I would love to buy a new car and I just can't afford it now. Well, fair enough. It's a, uh, does it run? Do you, do you like a new car? I do. I would like to get, first of all, I would like to get a car that's under warranty. Oh, so interesting. I don't have to worry about <laughs> repairs now because okay. now, well, 2004, now repairs are coming. Yes. How many and miles they, on that accord? Um, 120,000. It's that's the, not bad. No, it's not. I mean, I don't drive a lot. It's the most I've ever had on mileage that and I've And the had. Honda Accord, that's a, that's a hell of a road car, my it's friend. A, it's a good car. If you want to go back to the road. Yes, that's I know. gonna. That's that. The, you and I like do it. driving. Yeah. Although the other night I did a gig in Santa Barbara and I with Laura Kilmartin and uh-huh. I uh, I was driving home and I I'm so glad. I usually stay for the whole show, but I I had the option of leaving early. Right. And I and I and took it's an it, hour and a half. And so, I took it. Yeah. And let me tell you that last forty five minutes. Thank God my friend Bev Mickens called me because <laughs> I told her call me. You know I'll be on the road. So she calls me at like ten. 30 or so. Oh, and it kept you awake. And I was like, oh, thank God, because like, <laughs> like for 15 minutes I was fighting it and fighting it and it was so hard and I, she talked me the whole way home yep. and when I pulled into my carport, I was talking to her and I, for a few times I, I said, what did I, did I say 950? Oh. Why did I say 950? And there were a few times and Bev is so good. She goes, yeah, 950. I mean, she's, she didn't she's just trying me. to be she's supportive. Trying to help me. She's always like very affirming. And I did it a few times. I, and I said, wait a second. What I, would I just say hissing? What? I, I, oh, Christ. I, said, I got a gap. Well, you're terrifying. Yeah, That's was, a terrifying story of Kathy Ledman driving. I, it was very scary. At one point I thought I wanted to pull over, but I wanted to get home so badly. And yeah. for, for those listening, I, these are poor, Driving decisions. Right. Don't do it. My, uh, my cool. iPad fits right over my uh, steering wheel. Uh, how does that happen? Well, you just, pr- cause I have the case, uh, holds underneath the hood of where the speedometer is. And so it can just be there. And so I can put, you know, ways on or MapQuest or whatever. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. But do I? And I do. Uh, but am I also looking at Twitter a little bit at stoplights? I it isn't to, okay. I'm doing things that are. And Dumb. I have a 12 year old daughter and I really have to like, I have yeah, to be a model. Yeah, you know? you're supposed to be, we're all supposed to be a and model. And she'll go, I say, Mulan, please remind me. Just, she'll, she'll go, mom. And I'll go, oh, thank you, thank you. And, I, and then when she's not in the car, I get sloppy. Yeah. And 
It's stupid. It's yeah. It's, it's stupid. There's no. I, I don't understand. Car accident. Oh, have you? While I was, I, this is so. I've gotten a ticket. This is horribly embarrassing. Okay. Playing a game. Oh, you were playing a game. Yes. I mean, it's horribly. <laughs> I, you know, the like, game of driving is a game. I, but I, I, am, I am sympathetic. I am so embarrassed. This is a little I'm bejeweled. Coloring right what now. were you doing right? I can't even remember. It was with these dots that fell. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> right, because driving and listening to a podcast is not enough. Well, there were, also, there weren't even podcasts then. Right, but radio. It was on I'm my sure. palm. If that tells you how long Wow, Palm Pilot. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, back so in the day. So what happened to you? You got a ticket doing what? I don't know. I was on my iPad uh, on the 5, and it was almost standstill, or it was standstill. It could have been standstill. Standstill, I'll do something. Standstill, yeah. And whatever it was, but the cop, steam coming out of his ears. He was so mad at me. What did he do? Uh, what did he, he say? He, just, he was like, this is worse than your phone. Your iPad oh. is worse than your phone. And I was like, all right. I mean, I didn't have, I mean, you, you know, you whenever someone's, scared? Uh, well, no, whenever any, I'm a middle-aged white lady, so not that scared. And I mean, whenever I get scared when someone admonishes me like that. I always, uh, I'm See, enormously, I knit. <laughs> I'm always polite when anyone's armed yeah. around me. Oh, me I'm too. always, me I'm too. the, I'm always, and even when I got my DUIs and stuff, um, I, you had a DUI? Two, two DUIs, oh, but the cops man. were always super polite. Oh my God. Uh, many years ago. And, in Minnesota? Uh, one in Minnesota, one here in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I have friends who've gotten them in several different states. You, That's the way ever, to go, by the way. Do you ever drink and drive? Anymore? I do not. I do not. Good. And uh, not at this time. Uh, hopefully not tomorrow. Do you drink anymore? I don't drink anymore. Oh, good. So there you go. Yeah. I had, okay. to, I had to wrap it up. And so. <laughs> wrap it up. My wrap favorite, it up. My favorite line in defending your life. Oh, when Albert Brooks is going on and on and on, and you know Rip Torn is his uh, yeah. his lawyer, and and uh, he's going on and digging himself into a hole, explaining, oh. and Rip Torn goes, I- wrap it up. <laughs> Rip Torn makes all movies better, and Defending Your Life is one of the greatest movies oh in the world. Oh my god, it's a brilliant concept with a brilliant execution, fantastic cast, great jokes. Yep, could not be. Could we could dork out very easily on because I love defending your life and I love Mother. Oh, I love Mother. It and a lot of people did not like it. A lot of people. What my friend Jim Wooster, friend of the show, uh, Jim Wooster has. Uh, he says there's two different kinds of Albert Brooks fans. There's essentially the people who like Friends and the people who like Seinfeld. And I'm like, hey, right. jackass. Uh, and he's like, do you like? Um, remember the dry, the one where. Um, his early stuff, like Albert Brooks's early stuff. Oh, you mean like rough, uh, um, uh, lost, uh, um, lost in America, lost and, in America, uh, ro- something ro- modern romance, modern romance. And oh, then I love modern romance. Those two make me uncomfortable. They do. Yeah, I love defending your life and mother well, more than ro- the early you know stuff. What I love in modern romance when he's, you know, he works in, um, uh, he's he's producing this film, yeah, and he's working on the foley, you yeah, know, the sound effects on the film, and. Um, and George Kennedy is actually in this scene and it's this, it's this space, um, it's this, it's this, a, they're on a spaceship or something and they're running down a hallway and they're mm-hmm. trying to sound different Foley sounds. And one of them sounds like, it sort of sounds horrible. It's a hilarious scene. And yeah. you see these two union guys doing, like Foley guys doing what he's asking them to do. Yeah. And they finally do it. And, uh, he's, he's like so excited. What do you think? And one guy goes, I think you saved the picture. Like, he's so dry. <laughs> yeah. See, the, I, that's my favorite thing about, about Albert Brooks is that, you know, he's, for me, he's a more accessible, uh, Woody Allen. And I like, cause he, he's, he feels more human. He feels more faceted. Well, I think he's a less intellectual. Um, I don't, I think he's smart, but he's less intellectual. I think that Woody Allen's a little bit of a poser with the intellectual. You think so? I do, but that's, um, I loved Annie Hall. Yeah. But I haven't watched anything since he married his oh, stepdaughter. Oh, God. I mean, it's been very hard. Hannah and her sisters. It was the last one I saw. Hannah and her sisters. Yeah. Brilliant. Movie. It's a great, it's a great movie. Brilliant. And it's, it's absolutely, I, I wrote him, a le- I saw it four times in the theater and I wrote wow. him a letter and he wrote me back and it's oh, framed on my wall. I, that I was, you know, cause I'm from three girls, three daughters. Yeah. And the, Chemistry and the, and the, the I love Broadway he, Danny the, Rose. Oh, I love Broadway Danny <laughs> Rose. Oh my God, I love Broadway Danny. And my friend, you know, I'm friends with Jack Rollins' daughters. And who's um, Jack Rollins? 
Jack Rollins was... No, no, I, I'm oh, in the part oh, okay. of show business that doesn't know anybody. Who's Jack Rollins? Oh, Jack Rollins was a very famous comedy uh, producer. Oh, there he you go. He just died uh, this past year at 100. Okay. And Not he, a career cut, tragically uh, short. Nichols and May, well, started with oh. Harry Belafonte, Tony Bennett. Then he went and started to get into comedy with Nichols and May, discovered Woody Allen, Wow. Cavett, Robert Klein, um, then amongst some what of the... What the hell is his name? Jack, Jack Rollins. Co- Jack Rollins. Yeah, and he's he's in the the opening scene in the deli with Sandy Barron. Yeah, and all those older comics yeah. holding court. Jack is in there, and he's got these really baggy eyes, and he's just smiling, and he's not saying anything, but he's just hanging out there with yeah. them. And it's just a fantastic scene That's when great. they're all telling their stories, and, he, and, J- and Sandy Barron goes, "Okay, now you fin you all finished. Now you all finished this." Is the greatest <laughs> yes. story, Broadway Danny Rose. Rose story of all time, and then it morphs into. You're right. Okay, I mean there there is what I like that? about Albert Brooks is is the is it's a more of a 360 view of humanity, and it's uh and with Woody Allen, it is more it's surgical. It feels like the the it's it's much sharper and much. Maybe intellectual is the word, but it's... But, but also, it, yeah. he's very anachronistic, Woody Allen. He's from another time, and he adores another time. Yes. He adores the the 30s and the 40s. Yes. He adores that. So there's a lot of that texture in his films. Uh, Albert Brooks is more modern. He is more modern. Yeah, yeah he's he's willing he to uses embrace more of today. Yes, it feels and it it feels more accessible, but it feels just as smart. Oh, but yeah. it isn't quite as. I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, playing to the bottom of the room by. Oh any, my god! By any, by any chance? Neither one. Of them. No, but um, I mean, I and I but remember. I, but it has that vibe. Woody Allen has that twenties, thirties, forties vibe. It's it's you know he's he's very specific in his in his choices that some people might not. No, his his references. There are a lot of people. A lot of people might not know, and there's some of them that I don't know. Right, but um. But I just happen to love his sensibility. I just yeah. really do. And I remember seeing Sleeper when it came out with yeah. my parents. And I was, you know, an adolescent. And right. Oh, I, in fact, I sat separately from them. I sat <laughs> on, uh, on, the, on the other side of the aisle from them. And, and it was it was really funny. But I developed a greater appreciation for it as an adult. There were just things that make me laugh so hard. Right. And sleeper. Yeah. And also what's so funny is the, is how ridiculous we thought the amount sold was on the McDonald's sign. We thought, Oh, that's such a big number. And it, yeah. and, it and it came to pass. And so it came to pass. Yeah. Sure. It's, uh, yeah, that is, that is crazy. Oh, about, I could talk movies like, oh, right. God. Well, and, and we're, we're, we're almost, yeah, we're, done. we're close. We're yeah, close to we an do hour. Movies another time. Jackie. We'll do, yeah, you got to come back, Adeline, because yeah. here's, do you read, are, is there any uh, resources? Like if people want to learn how to knit and stuff and they don't have your mother-in-law as a master um, knitter, uh, and your mother to teach you when yes. you were nine. Oh, you know what's so great that they have now hmm. that they didn't have is, uh, these video tutorials. Oh, okay. Which, which are great. And you can go on, on a resource. First of all, you can go to nit, nitpicks.com. Yeah. And they have some of their own tutorials, which I think are free. Yeah. Um, but there are and then other, there's got a, there's there a classes. YouTube rat. There's, oh, tons of YouTube, YouTube stuff. YouTube rabbit hole oh, that you my can God, go down Absolutely. Forever. Yeah. And then there's this other place that I like called craftsy.com. With an S-Y. Crafty, like the word craft. Yeah, with an S Y. Used with a C, not in the comedy oh. way of a K. Because uh, they're not trying to be hilarious. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> if you could only see my my facial expression now. But Kathy um, <clears throat> Ledman does not approve. No, Crafty.com, and um, they have tons of classes. You pay for them, but some of them are not expensive. And right. what's great about having those classes is they're downloaded. And oh, so you keep them. You keep them, and then you can go to them at any point as a reference. But truth, truth is, you can also do the same thing with YouTube. You can for you free can save if you. And what a good what a thing about le- learning to knit is everybody forgets how to cast on over and over and over again at the at the beginning yeah. because you do it once, then you do your project, then you're going to start your project. Your second project is like, oh my god, how do I cast on? Right. So you have to refer to it a lot. So you have these videos. You don't have that to go back to the knitting you. store the way I had to back in the dark ages. Right. Do you have any books? I mean, oh, I have so many books and I, and I had saved so many magazines and I had to, 
just let them go. Do some purging. And I also used to subscribe to Vogue Knitting, and I finally let that go because I wasn't doing any of, the, any of their stuff. It's fun to look at, though. I, I can I can dork out on looking yeah, yeah. at knitting patterns because oh. there's gorgeous stuff. Like what? I mean, oh. What's the hardest thing to knit? Like, is it is it a mitten? Is it a sweater? It's a little. It's t- it's a little um, awkward. Like the, the the machinations you have to go through to get like to do this round one that stuff. I'm doing and I'm doing. What I'm is doing that? A, is that a mitten? It's going to be a mitten. It's and it's felted, so that's why it's so huge. What's it's felted? Be, what? Oh, well, this will shrink. In the see how big oh, loose the stitches. Yeah, and this will shrink and become like a tight fabric where you almost don't even see the stitches anymore, like felt. Oh, I see. It's very cool. Because here's what I was thinking. Um, I bought the most expensive mittens in the world in mm-hmm. Madison, Wisconsin, because mm-hmm. I had lost my hat and mittens. So mm-hmm. I decided to spend too much money, an embarrassing uh-huh. amount of money, instead of walking down the block on State Street to Ragstock and buying normal stuff. Oh. I bought uh, essentially repurposed sweaters that had been right. knit together and then lined with uh something oh, felt or something beautiful. and it, they're gorgeous, gorgeous but they but they're were their crafts right? It, right and they were handmade of yeah. course and and that's, that's and they deserve to absolutely. be every dime of the 50 dollars i spent on mittens that i will one day lose you know what you need to do let go you need to go into barney's <laughs> yeah and look at the prices there and and, and then you'll realize what a bargain you got and plus at least it was a lady who, or a person Absolutely. who made it that's instead not of a lot just of money, kids. Jackie. It felt not like a lot, a lot of money. I, I understand, but that's not a lot of money. For Especially for amount of work that everybody's done uh-huh. it. And it, and the lady and whoever made them, I assume, who knows? It could have been a fella, but, uh. <laughs> oh yeah, there's this very famous knitter and I forget his name. Very famous master knitter in Minnesota who's a guy. Who, who gives the masters? How do you know if I you're don't a master? Know exactly. But maybe the magazines and stuff or there's maybe. just. I mean, there are, there are all sorts of like clubs there- and organizations probably. You know what I've never gone to or that I really want to go to is the Vogue Knitting like, um, festival or something they like call it. Like a con? It's every like September. a convention? Yeah. Oh, wow. I bet. Yeah, it's a convention. I would love to go to it. And you it should go in, to that. It was in LA once and I missed it. Oh, and, there you go. To go tra- then I'd have to travel to another city and stay in a hotel. And then I have a 12 year old daughter and I have to go for four days and, you know. Right. Well, you could go for three. I have to have and, money when I do that. Though. Right. You'd have to have money because you'd, you'd, you'd want to buy stuff. You want to buy stuff. But imagine three days when you're just sitting around talking to oh, people who only want to talk God. to knitting. But you know, here's the anxiety in that. Yeah. Is being there and trying to, and allowing myself to get lost in that and then having to go back to my life and get caught up with everything else. I mean, that's insane. That's future. That's living in the future. That's yeah. That's not, right. That is, that is a future that has not happened. That's right. But let me tell you something yes, about dear. comic, uh, comic book conventions yes. and anime oh, conventions. Oh, you're good with conventions. That's I go right. to, I go to any number of conventions mm-hmm. and you can sit around with somebody and they will go down a rabbit hole oh, of I love that. Marvel. And DC and, and it is amazing. And then you leave and you do, you feel a real loss because you're like, I connected with other people who love something as much as I I love. So I would recommend you, I really, you wouldn't lose it. You wouldn't lose anything for it. You would gain something. I should, I should. I mean, when when I have some money, have some money to spare, I should do that. Um, and also, you know, when you get that feeling, Oh, I want this cup. This uh, Subway MTA cup. Yeah, oh, I got. I want I, yeah, we 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 got six of them for when it's a pint glass. I it's would a, like that. All right. Well, uh, I might have two. New York. Yeah. Um, I um uh when you're when you're connecting with people on 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 that intense level about something that you have such passion about, right? For me, I feel like no. Inkling of depression, of worry, right. of anxiety, because everything is all about love. You're just, you know? you're connected. Yeah. And it's, it's, that connection know, is incredibly it powerful. Makes, it really makes everything feel okay, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And if you, if I could find, if I could try to find that each day in my life, obviously I'm not going to find it all day. Right. But have pockets of that, that love mm-hmm. in each day. I'd be a much happier and healthier person. I really would. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. there's, there's no reason not to sort of, di- I mean, that, I think that's why there are uh, threat, you know, there, there are Facebook groups and, yes. and there, yes. there are things like that where you yes. can just, you can go down that rabbit hole yes. online verbally. Last so. night I came home, I did a really wonderful show 
called Break or Broken. Mm-hmm. Michelle Miracle does it. It's a storytelling show. Okay. At the garage in Culver City. Okay. And it, I loved the show. I had only seen it once. I went down to see it just because I wanted to get out and do something and yeah. see some friends work. And it was wonderful. And it's all about heartbreak. Anything oh, that's broken your heart. And it's very, it can be very funny. It can be very poignant. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be about a romance. Could be about, that's tons of things that break your heart in yeah, life. People lose a dog and they're, they're out of their minds. Yeah. And, and you, or you find out that something you believed wasn't true. Feet of clay. You know, Feet of clay. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. Is that what that means? Well, that's what that means. Oh, it's like wow. so, someone that you believed in yeah. is human. Or something that you believed in. Right. Is flawed. As in, as in a myth or yes. Santa Claus or whatever, something like sure. that. Sure. Yeah, you find out that it's, you go to the, uh, you go visit ho- something in Hollywood, the set of a show that you loved, and it's all right. fake. Right. You know, anything. <laughs> anything. It, anyway, it, so it's, there's a very broad, uh, amount that you can go through, but, uh, so I did this last night and I, uh, and I drove home and, um, had to, I wanted to eat something and I started, everybody else was asleep and, and, uh, Everybody, I mean, meaning my husband and my, my daughter, the whole <laughs> right. pack of them were asleep. Right, right. And, and uh, so I turned on, I had been watching Bessie with Queen Latifah because I'd never seen it. And I was in the middle of it and I got so, so involved in it that I stayed up way too late and I sure. finished it. It's a wonderful, if you can catch it, it's so wonderful. TV like, show, movie? It's an HBO uh, oh, okay. movie. And nice. So beautifully done and so well, so beautifully performed. And she is such an amazing talent. I remember working with her years ago. Queen Latifah? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh my God. She's such an amazing. There was talent. a romantic comedy I just saw at Christmas with her that I can't remember the name of, but oh. it's, uh, it's, there's not, absolutely nothing wrong with that movie. It's about, she thinks she has a, a terminal disease and people are yelling oh. at their iPods because they remember it. But, oh. um, she doesn't, but she decides to live her life to the fullest and take oh. all of her savings and go to the most expensive, like 1% kind of ski right. resort. And Gerard Depardieu is in it. Oh. And it is very, it's very life affirming and very beautiful. You would like it. It's su- it's sweet. Um, I probably would. And there's another movie that I'd seen her in with uh, Holly Hunter, um, one which I loved called Li- Living Living Large or something. Oh, I have to I have to look it up. It's about a woman whose husband leaves her, and then she meets Queen Latifah, who's a singer in this place. And oh, neat. And it, it's wonderful. Wonderful, uh, it's, yeah, a, Queen it's romantic and she's very talented. Her voice is incredible. Right. She's a wonderful actress. Right. Oh so, God. hey, if you guys have worked for Queen Latifah out there, uh, we'd like to recommend that. That's right. <laughs> so Bessie, so I stayed up too late, which is why I'm a little tired this morning, but this right. was very invigorating. So now Jackie, where are you going to be here? In, uh, you're mostly doing stand-up and, and shows here in Los Angeles, right? Yeah, because I'm, uh, the, most of my energies is going towards memorizing and getting my show. I'm at the you're, last stages of memorization now. And where, when's your show going up here, uh, here in Los Angeles as well? It's or? so long. I'm going to start workshopping it here, so I'm not going to tell anybody where it's going to be quite yet. So It'll, people follow at Kathy Ladman on Twitter and yes. then you'll find out when it's, when it's all solved. Yes. Or KathyLadman.com. I sure. also have an, I have a website that is, which is kind of like a placeholder at this point. But when, once my show is up, I'll be putting a lot more things on it. Does this show make me look fat.com? Does this show make me look fat.com? Very and, funny. Um, um, yeah, that's about that's it. about it. That's about it. Find um, Kathy Ledman and watch yeah, her and talk out of her joke hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm loving doing some local shows. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming oh, on the Dork so Forest. Fun. All right, you guys, you know the rules. Take care of each other out there. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?